it's another way that I use my voice to make an impact and a positive impact and to make a living. Sure. And what better, what better way? I mean, that's always been my goal since I was a kid. I always knew that I would ne- not be satisfied working for someone else. If I could find a way to do something of interest to me, bring mm-hmm. my gifts to the fore, positively impact the world, even if it's a little, little slice of it, uh, and be able to make a living doing it. Why, what better combination is there? <laughs> Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. I'm your host, Jody Krangle, and this podcast will discuss just how sound influences our behavior. I generally talk about this in the context of advertising and marketing, but there are other places this is important too. I really feel that it plays a much more important role in our lives than maybe we realize. So let's delve a little deeper. This is the second part of my interview with Bob Baker. So one more question that I have, because I'd like to go back to your affirmations and meditations, because you'd mentioned that, because um, I know that your YouTube channel is doing really, really well. What got you into that? I mean, the affirmations part of it specifically, I know, you know, meditation can help with people relaxing and I've done a whole thing on ASMR already <laughs> and like, you know, right. what people do to, you know, go to sleep or relax or whatever they need. But affirmations are kind of a different thing. Thing to me. They always seem like they're more energizing than they are anything else. It's kind of like the attitude that you need to go through and get the most from your life. So what got you into that? So um, I uh, so I mentioned I kind of mentioned uh, that uh, as, a, as a kid, uh, you know, grade school, even in high school, I was a little insecure had self-worth issues. You know, at times I was picked on and all this, all this, all this stuff. And a friend of mine um, uh in like my junior year of high school said uh, he was aware of this and he I guess he had struggled with this too and he it was kind of cool for a guy to do this back in the back in the 70s mm-hmm. um, but he said here is a book that I found really helpful maybe you'll like it too and it was called Your Erroneous Zones by Wayne Dyer um, hmm. Wayne oh, Dyer Wayne Dyer, Wayne okay. Dyer who's, who's deceased now but he went on to be yeah. a prolific author but that was his first like uh, you know popular book and he was on the tonight show with johnny carson a bunch of times and, and all this but it was i've the, seen a lot of his videos actually they're yeah uh, they're quite something and he he got more and more spiritual in his approach as he as he as he went on in his career but early on it was more about like pop psychology but it was the first self-help book that i'd ever written where i realized oh these like inferior these, these thoughts of inferiority that i'm having are not really who i am they're just thoughts that i'm having i can control my thoughts which then influence my emotions i just i just thought i was a victim of these thoughts you know and 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 i was just on auto autopilot oh i can actually control how i think and how i feel and it was like just mind blowing um and that started me on a i guess on a personal development journey. And so, um, I would, I just, over the years, I've attended a lot of workshops, uh, read a lot of books and audio books on personal, personal growth. Um, all of, everything from mindset to, to health, to prosperity. And along that way, um, a lot of you, you, you read enough of these things and they talk about the benefits of like, self-talk. So it's like the messages, like we all have this, well, it's dialogue going on in our head. There's like a radio station constantly going, evaluating things. And well, you're such an idiot when you do that. Or, hey, you really do that well. You know? <laughs> so oh, we are so, so brutal to ourselves in our own heads. Like, 
especially creative people. I've had this discussion many times. Yeah, because we tend to be more sensitive because what we're creating is an extension of, of us. It's very personal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think people in, in general, yeah, there's not a... But, and I've interviewed tons of people over the years who are successful in their various fields, and they all say they still hear those voices in their heads, the negative talk. Oh, totally. They just get on friendly terms with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think as part of this personal development journey, I realized the power of self-talk and I discovered years ago affirmations and you can write them out, you know, you write, 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 write them out and say them to yourself, either in your head or, or out or out loud. I think is even more powerful if you're in an environment where you can do that without people look, looking at you funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, and then I started um, uh, a few years ago. Well, I've been on YouTube a long time and I, I use YouTube a lot. And actually, I seek out spoken word stuff on on YouTube a lot and have for years. And I was seeking out affirmations, recordings that I could listen to uh, and also guided meditations. And um, and maybe we'll talk about this, too, the importance of like I have I would like to share with you like the to be a good voice talent or use your voice in an effective way, in addition to creating content with your voice, you usually should be a consumer of it. So you Mm -hmm. get a wide range of exposure to different styles. And I quite often found that I was, didn't really like the voice. Yeah. (laughs) I'm very picky about the voice that I hear speaking to to me. And if it's like, just grating or too tinny or their delivery is just not something that resonates with me, I can't really get into that mode and feel, you know, that the, the, the affirmations. So there's I, a delicate balance. I find you're, you're right. Like I, I, if I listen to something and either like the sound quality is super awful mm-hmm. or, um, the voice itself grates on me, then I find it hard to get the message of whatever they're trying to get across. Right. It's that un- just, it yeah. ruins it. Yeah. Both in podcasts and in affirmations and in meditations and in all of this stuff. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's okay to be, to be picky. I don't, I don't put those people down and say, oh, they're, they're horrible because a lot of them that I didn't I didn't, weren't really connecting with me they had lots of followers so somebody was resonating with them and I'm glad that they're doing that that work but that the voice just kept me it's or, very subjective yes, very it's subjective and the, yeah. or the background music was I was too loud or too busy you know I like the background music to be kind of low and just not really grabbing your attention too much just to set kind of a tone um and so it, but it came to the point where I'm like you know I've got this equipment set up in my home office i I've been podcasting and, you know, I, I think I could probably do a better, I mean, not, not do a better job, but just, I think I, I wanted to create the types of things I was looking for and couldn't find basically. Mm-hmm. And so I just started experimenting. Um, I actually created this program. I was actually going through kind of a slump uh, about five, four or five years ago financially. And I was not finding the abundance, like affirmation and meditation program or, or, or recordings that I was looking for. And I created this thing for myself that um, ended up being seven different ten-minute recordings um, with some with, with like a one-page work worksheet, um, and uh, it was weird at first listening to my own voice, mm-hmm. you know. But it, at least it was set up in a format that worked for me and included visualization and affirmations and writing down some of your goals and your uh, how you wanted to be going through your through your day. And I um, started posting some of those as as YouTube videos and then linking to where they could purchase this program, you know. Um, and uh, they, if this thing started getting views. And then I did other other affirmation. And, and, I, and at first, I'm like, it was an experiment. Just like, and I think this is a really good attitude to have about 
pursuing your ideas. It's like you don't have to have this three-year business plan yeah. <laughs> you know, for just a new idea. Just, just have a playful um, sense of, I'm going to try this. What would happen if I did this? And I put it out there, and, and the marketplace or people determine what's of value to them. So I would pay attention to what got more views, what got more comments and engagement. And I would tend to do more of those things. Um, and I've discovered that morning affirmations uh, were really popular. So uh, I did more and more morning af affirmations and fewer meditation uh, type, type things. Topics like abundance, confidence, success, those were very popular. Mm -hmm. So I find so, but the channel slowly but surely, they were getting more views than the stuff I had been posting over the years regarding music marketing and my comedy and, and music and all this stuff. Um, and so I just started doing more and more of them and, and kind of became obsessed with learning best practices with YouTube and how to do your keyword research and sure. the importance of titles and thumbnails and descriptions and all that. And as you know, because we've, we've talked about this and you've been kind of watching <laughs> watching me from <laughs> afar, um, that the channel went from just a few thousand subscribers, maybe three years ago to as of today, I got 112,000 subscribers. Wow. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. It's like 800,000 views a month. That's, that's inching toward a million like views a month. Um, that's nice. just been, it, it blows my mind and it's opened up this whole new way of serving and making a living because I monetize the videos too with mm -hmm. uh, YouTube runs ads on on them and they um, uh, split the re the revenue with the creator, um, and so it's like and and even though it's on YouTube and there's a video component to it, eighty percent of the people because I polled my audience, eighty percent of the people don't even look at the video and they listen to it while sitting with their eyes closed while driving while work while working out. So it's a very audio centric medium, and so it's another way that I use my voice to make an impact and a positive impact and to make a living. Sure. And what better, what better way? I mean, that's always been my goal since I was a kid. I always knew that I would not be satisfied working for someone else and I could find a way to do something of interest to me, bring mm -hmm. my gifts to the fore, positively impact the world, even if it's a little, little slice of it uh, and be able to make a living doing it. Why? Wow, what better combination is there it's pretty you great know? i gotta tell you i, I agree yeah. <laughs> i'm curious about um if you use a different voice for your affirmations than you have for other things do you have like a particular tone of voice that you take with these affirmations yeah and i'm always um and i a combination of uh kind of getting into a space some sometimes before i record a new one, I will, um, depending on if I'm rushed or whatever, but if I have the time, I like to actually take a moment and just think to myself, especially once once the channel got to be um, more, you know, so popular and I knew that there'd be thousands of people listening to this thing and I'm even, even a dud, kind of one that doesn't do well, still gets thousands of views, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I think to myself, you know, I just kind of like do a little silent prayer about, you know, just, um, I'm going to just give me the the inspiration to d deliver what people need to hear, even though I'm mostly scripted, you know? Um, and so part of that is just getting in that headspace of what's my intention here. Um, and also since I, t I found out early on that my, that like the typical guided meditation is more of like, there's a whole group of people that do these kind of like Zen kind of relax, just sit yeah. in a lotus position, imagine yourself. And, and that's not really my, 
even though I've done some of those, my co my core area is more of the uplifting, inspirational things. So I try to use my voice in a little more energized way with, um, I am abundant, you know, mm -hmm. I am prosperous, you know, yeah. what better way to start your day than setting the tone. So I kind of use, I try to use my voice in a way that's going to inspire people knowing that that's what they're attracted to and that's how they're going to be using the, uh, yeah, this, but if I'm doing one where I want them to relax, obviously I've got to change the tone and go from it's time for relax to it's time to relax. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> a bit more, different. Yes. A little, a little more breathy, you know, and that's just, <laughs> again, I, I just learned that by listening to other people and then trying to mimic them. That's another thing we didn't talk about, but I think a, a great lesson for me was playing in, um, I've done a lot of different music over the years. Certainly I've done original music and a lot of rock, but I've played in cover bands um, and still do covers every now and then. Actually, I do a, I do a, a, a show called Acoustic 80s with Bob Baker and Friends. Oh, where great. I just, I just, uh, I'm That's doing, my era too, so. <laughs> I, I love music from the 80s. Yeah. But I always like trying to mimic the sound of uh, the, the singers that I was doing the, the, the covers of um, mm -hmm. in the same way that I would do those impressions when I was a, a kid. So a lot of it is just hearing what you like, hearing the effect you're going for, and then trying to mimic it and learn how to use your vocal cords to get that effect. Sure. Um, and then getting feedback from people that, oh, I love, like, it's so, it's one of the, uh, it's so rewarding to me when I get comments from people saying, oh my God, I love your voice. You're my favorite, you know, person to listen to in the morning or something like that. So again, I'm not going to, I'm sure there's tons of people out there who my voice is grating for them and they am not <laughs> for them. But mm -hmm. as long as I have enough people and they seem to be in, in greater numbers that resonate with the sound and the message, then I'm doing okay. That's great. Yeah. So um, what is the most interesting thing that you've done with sound, do you think? Mm. The most interesting thing that I've done with sound... That's really, that's a great question. And I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I can pinpoint one of them. I mean. Something that, are, that really stands out for you, I guess. It may be not the, the most interesting, but it, most memorable, maybe. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be like serious business. No, definitely <laughs> not. Topic. Well, so yeah. um, my, um, I was raised by my mom. She, as a, she was a, sing, a sing, single mom. And even though she wasn't a, a musician or um, she was a, or, you know, a performer or an artist or anything, she, she loved to dance and she loved music. And so she played the, her favorite music around the house all the time when I was a kid. She was a big Elvis Presley fan. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, and so one of my earliest singers that I mimicked it was probably as a tribute to her, you know, because um, I heard it so often was Elvis Presley. Mm -hmm. And so I could do a pretty mean uh, Elvis impersonation. Um, and uh, every and so my girlfriend who you haven't met, her name is Pookie. We've been together for like 14 years. She's part Hawaiian and she's a hula dancer. Ooh. Uh, she's been dan yeah, dancing hula, grew up in kind of a Hawaiian entertainer family and she's been dancing hula since she was old enough to walk wow and and i've been singing singing and mimicking elvis since i was old enough to talk <laughs> so, <laughs> that's quite the combo oh my yeah. goodness okay it's, it's so every holiday season we do this version of white christmas uh -huh. um where, where the first half of it i'm singing it kind of traditionally just kind of like a generic version of i'm dreaming of a white christmas and, mm -hmm. and the focus is on her because she's very graceful it's very beautiful to yeah. watch her her dance and so we get you know i do a couple of verses and then i stop and i go i mentioned that you know 
Pookie's been dancing hula since she was old enough to walk. Uh-huh. But I've been listening to the Elvis Presley Christmas albums since I've been old enough, old enough to talk. And then I go into this, well, I, 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 I am dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and, and oh it, my god, it that's never, great. And so then the focus shifts to me and my Elvis impersonation. And usually an audience will like they'll actually break out into applause, they'll <laughs> laugh. Uh-huh. And it's and we've got that down to it to a science, the timing of it mm-hmm. and how so so I have to change my voice. I don't want to give away the Elvis thing in the first half of it. So yeah. I just sing it pretty straightforward, focuses on her, then it's my time to shine. Yeah, <laughs> and that's sing the rest awesome. of the song is as Elvis. So that's actually one of the more kind of memorable, uh, fun things that I've done in ways I've used my voice and to entertain people during the holidays. Sure. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Cool. Great answer. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad it was appropriate. Yeah. I'm not sure how much it would be about branding your, well, I don't know. I guess, I guess it is. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's all good. <laughs> this is, this is just really, I mean, this, this whole th- conversation is making me realize more and more how important and vital. Yeah. Using my voice has been to my entire career and life. I guess I never really thought about it in these terms. So mm-hmm. thank you for for forcing me to, <laughs> to to discuss it from this angle. That's that's awesome. No problem. It's a very interesting conversation and we're not done yet. <laughs> uh, I do want to ask you what you're working on now. Really? So the, the YouTube channel is like the main, it's the thing that's paying the bills now. Uh-huh. And I just see this. So, you know, my, I've been on, on a published author for 27, my first book came out in 93. So you're like a few years before you discovered my work on online. And I, um, I'm very blessed that I've gotten a lot of positive feedback over the years by email, meeting people at music conferences. And so I'm, again, I'm blessed to have gotten kind of, you know, regular positive feedback on the work that I've done with my books. Cause I have books on music marketing. I have books on for, uh, inspiration for creative people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been very satisfying. This, this, the, the, the YouTube, the, the growth of the YouTube channel though, is like bringing this to a whole new level. I mean, the number of comments and the feedback and the views is just, it's, it's way, may far surpassed anything that I experienced with my books. Um, and it's a more general audience, even though I still have this, my heart is for, with creative people. I have a lot of, mm-hmm. lot to offer them. I, uh, it's just amazing to me to be able to, to use my voice to uplift people and see the positive feedback um, that I'm getting. So that's, so I see, I kind of go, I, I live my life going where the energy is. Cause I've, you know, I, that attitude that I talked about earlier about, uh, Hey, let's see what happened if we did this, this might be fun. Let's try that. You know, <laughs> yeah, there've sure, been many yeah. things that I've tried. I was excited about, but this didn't resonate with an audience. Um, mm-hmm. And like the, like teaching oh, online te- opens it up hugely too. Yeah. But even in the real world, locally, uh, when I started, I got the, like back in 2012, I got this urge to, uh, to teach improv for the first time and get back involved in it after being away from it for like 12 years. Um, and I had no idea if there'd be an interest in it or what was, you know, but I, but it's, it was one of those things where at parties I would go, they go, Oh, what do you, what do you do, Bob? And I go, Oh, I'm the author and I'm a musician. Uh, I also teach improv. And it's like the number of times where people kind of lit up, Oh, improv, that sounds in- interesting. So there was energy around it. It was something that I love. So I tend to pour my, 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 
energy into, because there's many things that I love and I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. um, I can't do them all, but I would, if I could do, but so I tend to, to gravitate toward the ones that are getting the energy and where I'm, which, which allows me to make more of an impact with that thing. Um, so since, since YouTube is getting so much attention, um, yeah, I really, I want to just continue to put, to crank out uh, two videos a week. I'm looking ways of, with extra th ways of, uh, um, serving in that mode by maybe doing some things offline. I would love to do events. Um, yeah, but I, but it's all kind of a, yeah, I'm still playing with that. Nothing is solidified yet. I do want to get some more audiobooks out into the world. I've been working with a, an audio editor uh -huh. and, um, there's still some of my music marketing books and inspirational titles that I have yet. I've got six titles in audible, but I, um, I want to take the time. I got to, the thing is you got to choose one book. Okay. Which one am I going to, and then one at a time. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one chapter at a time and, um, and get more audio books out. Um, and then this, uh, yeah, so it's really, it's YouTube, it's improv. I teach a weekly class here in St. Louis. I do monthly shows, um, and then play music. We, my girlfriend and I play once a month at our church and then the periodic extra gig, um, we're always writing new songs and, you know, so that's kind of my, kind of my, kind of my, kind of my life actually continuing to do those in a bigger way would be plenty, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Well, it all sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. So where can people find out more information about you and what you are doing? Okay. This is a good, um, so the YouTube channel, I mean, literally you can go to YouTube, um, when you're logged into your account, either on your app or in a browser and just put my name in Bob Baker, not Barker, but Baker, B-A-K-E-R. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and it's, it's, it's interesting. I've been, I guess I've been so successful with this that you just put in my name and the first auto suggestion that comes up is Bob Baker affirmations, oh, okay. um, in, in YouTube, but just click that. You'll pretty easily, you'll see my, uh, see my face and my lovely silver hair <laughs> there in my profile picture. And, and, uh, you, that's where you can follow all my YouTube stuff and subscribe to the channel. It's absolutely free. Um, for, uh, General things that kind of link to all the stuff that I'm doing. Uh, it's, it's my name with the hyphen in between it. So bob-baker.com. Uh -huh. It's kind of a portal to all the different things that I'm doing. And uh, for creative people who, um, what, uh, yeah, who want to uh, um, follow, I have a, a podcast called The Creative Entrepreneur, and I have a lot of resources and things um, for just creative people in general to inspire them and give them tips on, you know, reaching more fans and building an audience, um, promote your creativity.com. Okay. Promote your creativity.com. And that'll, uh, and you can also, uh, sign up to get some, uh, some free goodies and access to an online course for, for, uh, for, you know, like what I call empowered artists. And those oh, are probably the, okay. yeah. And those are probably the best ways to, uh, to, to reach, to reach me. Wonderful. Thanks so much for talking with me today, Bob. This was great. I right. <laughs> hope it was helpful. I hope your listeners in particular get some value out of it and maybe it'll inspire them to do more with their, uh, even more with their voices. I hope so. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. Thanks a lot, Jody. I appreciate it. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, please take a moment to give the podcast a review. It's greatly appreciated and super helpful. Until next time.